Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Next is now. Well, as we look at what is next and what's happening now, a very important uh, announcement came out this week that a group of Utah tech industry veterans announced the launch of a new political action committee here in the state of Utah. Uh, CEO Sonny Washington uh, joins us on the line to break it all down for us. And this is really focused uh, around Silicon Slopes and the tech sector. Uh, Sonny, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, so tell us just a little bit about, uh, give us the backstory of this. Uh, how did this come about? Uh, obviously, political action committees people are sort of familiar with. Uh, this focus is definitely on the state. Uh, but what's the real purpose, the driving purpose of this organization? Yeah, so, I mean, I've spent the last 20 years here in Utah working at various tech organizations and, you know, um, been really involved in the Silicon Slopes community, and I've just been in awe at the amazing growth and success that so many of our companies have had. And what I think that's an exciting thing for Utah because what, what we're creating is this ecosystem of people who you know, have exits or build companies and they get to reinvest into other companies or, you know, build their own. And and you really start to have this waterfall effect. And one of the things that I quickly realized is, you know, you have some pockets of the world who have had the success, Um, you know, take uh, Silicon Valley, for example, and they have some of the biggest social problems, even though they have more billionaires per capita in that area. And that has really kind of struck me. So when um, I joined uh, Silicon Slopes Commons, which used to be uh, Utah Technology Council, and I joined as their public policy chair in January and headed right into a legislative session. Um, I'm, to be honest, not wasn't super active and involved before at the local level. I, I knew my representative and, you know, had, you know, followed the news. But this was kind of uh, my first experience heading into a real legislative session. We have a fantastic committee of about 25 individuals that represents multiple companies, multiple organizations. And what, um, you know, when an issue came up, you know, we would decide whether or not we wanted to vote for, against, you know, and or even make any sort of public statement. And it was quite interesting to me that when we went through that process and there was a, a couple times that we spoke up, um, where we were told to stay in our lane or make our scope smaller or don't get involved unless it really concerns tech. And I was a little bit surprised. I mean, tech people, we we think of things as, uh, I think we tend to think of things holistically. Right, you know, right. Especially if you're building a company, you're not only building a product, but you're building a team. Culture, you're building, you're asking yeah. people to move here. Culture, all of that stuff is really important to us. And you think about 
you know, stay in your lane was kind of a weird message. <laughs> and a little offensive, um, probably. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You know, I had to reread some of these, and, you know, and I heard it a few times from other people. And so yeah. I had to sit back and really reflect, okay, you know, we've got Silk and Soap representing about 6,500 companies. We're, you know, nearly $3 billion in annual revenue for the, wow. for the state. You know, we um, one out of every seven jobs is in tech. And I'm thinking there's some something wrong here. And I realize that we have a megaphone in the sense that we, you know, have a lot of followers and we can do a newsletter, but we didn't necessarily have influence with the legislature. Mm. Um, and so that's kind of what happened is, yeah. you know, at, based on that experience and, you know, putting on my entrepreneur hat, I thought, how do we solve this problem? And it's to put together a pack. Yeah. Well, I, and I think that's so important. Uh, again, as you mentioned, the, the idea that uh, those in the tech sector look at problems and solutions to problems and outcomes uh, in terms of activities a little different than uh, a lot of other sectors do and the way a lot of politicians would look at it. I, I think that's a really vital, uh, unique quality, I think, to this particular pack. Uh, one of the things that I loved, Sonny, was, the, of course, the, the pack is nonpartisan, uh, which mm-hmm. is always important in these kind of, of political action committees. Uh, but I love the fact that you're assessing candidates and policies and, and where you weigh in really based on three pillars that I think are significant for all Utahns, not just those in the tech sector. Yeah, so the three areas of focus, um, that how we're evaluating candidates, um, have to do with economic growth and innovation, current and future workforce, and social and economic mobility. And those are things that I think, um, it, you know, I'd say most of Utah is probably on the same page. You know, we agree on these values. Um, now, how we execute or how things go along, you know, how people uh, present bills and things like that, there may be some differences. But I think holistically, and, you know, there is a lot of us that feel like we're more, we have more things in common than we do not. Yeah. Um, and I, I hate that we get defined by what we do not right. um, rather than what we do. Yeah. So that's so, that's so vital. I think that uh, uh, it, it is the common areas, the things that, the things that are important to us are important to all of us, really, regardless of where you, you fall on the political spectrum, for sure. Right. Uh, I also think it's, it's vitally important that uh, we, we've talked a lot about this on the show that, you know, you don't want someone at the table just to talk about an issue and just the way, right. you know, we wouldn't want uh, minorities to be at the table just to talk about minority issues. We need them to talk right. about all issues. Uh, and we need the tech sector to to weigh in, not just on tech issues, but on all issues. Uh, and I think that's uh, part of that vital voice, I think, that you're going to uh, have an opportunity to raise uh, with the legislature and, and in the community. Uh, I think it's also uh, really fascinating uh, to note that it, uh, I think early on, I think uh, kind of the, back to your uh, stay in your lane comment, uh, mm-hmm. that it used to be that uh, even I think people in the tech sector would say, well, we're in the tech sector. We don't have to worry about that stuff or, or we don't we don't do that. Uh, but now it's yeah, we are in the tech sector. That's why we do that. And I think that's an important uh, tipping point, I think, uh, for this particular pack you're launching. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Um you know, we have a perspective of, you know, uh, how do we make things better? How do we improve experiences? And a lot of us, when we're building our products, we recognize the benefit of having diverse voices around the table and because we understand that our market is diverse. So just as Silicon, the, the Slope Pack is, uh, you know, if we were to frame it as a product, 
you know, we represent, um, you know, rural Utah, you know, urban Utah, different sectors, you know, with in health tech or gov tech or ed tech, you know, or, you know, uh, software as a service. There's all these different avenues. But I think that what, what was really missing to me is I don't think that our voice we didn't have a seat at the table and there's a great great quote that says you know if you don't have a seat at the table then you're probably what's for dinner um (laughs) and so (laughs) that's something that i thought was kind of interesting is like what what decisions are being made without our input you know and and so i think it's important that we we are there now we're i i um we may not always be right, and we may not always be the experts, and I recognize that. But I, th- I think that uh, the state could benefit from some balance of our voice. Yeah, so, so important. Uh, if you're just joining us, Sunny Washington joining us from the nonpartisan Slopes Pack, uh, just launched this week. Uh, again, really focused here on the state of Utah. Three pillars to that, economic growth and innovation, current and future workforce uh, and then also the economic and social mobility. And uh, Sonny, I want to have you back to talk about each of those in a little more depth, uh, particularly as we look at the workforce and that uh, economic and social mobility. I think there's some unique opportunities and some unique voices there. But we uh, congratulate you on your kickoff this week, launching Slopes Pack. Uh, people can go to slopespack.com uh, to get more information there. We look forward to you having a seat at the table and being a, a vital voice in our community in the, the weeks ahead. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. Uh, The White House today uh, held a panel with community and faith leaders here in Utah. We're going to chime in and check in with what was said. And our good friend Scott Howell is going to help us uh, evaluate what took place and what the conversations mean for Utah families. Coming up next on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.